Hey, welcome to another episode of Widow Too Soon. This is Mark Massaro. I'm here with my friend and co-host, Michelle Bader. How are you today, Michelle? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Sitting, uh, sitting on top of the world right now. Lord is good. Um, so what's been, what's been new in your life? What's going well, down? As you know, since last week, Joel was here. That was amazing. Yeah, that, was that was so cool. fun doing that interview. Or basically, you were interviewing both of us. That so was awesome. You. I felt uh, so empowered. <laughs> it was awesome. And like, I was like, listen up, children. I'm going to be asking you some questions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, he was nervous, but I think he did great. And his family's been listening to it and friends. And so it's cool. Really, really cool to share that um, and help other people who are in the dating world. So um, that was good. And let's see, he stayed like a few more days after that. We were able to have a big family meal, like with my parents, brothers, sister. I don't have a sister, but sister-in-law. <laughs> I'm like, no, sister, wait. I but if I did, know. she would have been if there. if I did, she would have been there. And my parents just told me again, like how much they love him. And they just love mm. like seeing me this happy. And just like that you think they think that he's just an amazing, good quality guy. And they're, you know, really excited for us in the future. Yeah. Um, you know, we've spent a lot of time trying to figure out how the future is going to work. We don't know exactly, but we keep praying about it and just keep taking one step forward every day. And we believe that God brought us together and we believe that he will create a way for us to, yeah, to continue to be together. Uh, let's see, what else did we do? Of course, we went to our family's favorite restaurant, Red Robin with him when he was here. Mm-hmm. Oh, my kid's it's... choice. <laughs> and um, that was fun. Did you and... put the seasoning on the fries? Oh, yeah. And then we bought a seasoning <laughs> to take home because we were out of one at home. And they just had to have that. And let's see what else new. Um, I don't think I've ever ran out of seasoning in my life. Really? Something my always happens go- to the jar before it gets gone. <laughs> well, the Red Robin seasoning goes fast. Oh, something else big that happened is Hayden went to his first prom, uh, his senior oh. prom. He hadn't been to prom before. I don't think he'd been to some other dances, but I don't think prom. And so I actually had a grief moment really quick, just like, you know, as I was taking pictures, like what would Luke think, what would Luke say? And it passed. And, and then when I watched him drive away, I kind of just got a little teary and super sweet. I text Joel, I'm having a grief moment. And he called me, even though it was in the middle of a million things, instead of just texting me back, he called me. He's like, I'm sorry. I want to talk about it. Just another like example of someone who's sensitive to grief moments. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had that and then let's see, Oh, Easter. Yeah. Easter was great. You know, last Easter was really hard. I was just telling Joel this yesterday, like last Easter was so hard. Um, I, I think I remember telling you about it last year. It was just mm-hmm. like, I had massive grief last I did not have it this year of course I had like a moment when I was like oh like thinking about Luke on Easter and being dressed up and all of that stuff just really quick but I didn't I don't know it didn't stay there we had a big uh, family meal and another party and just all kinds of stuff all day and then of course I talked to Joel and I didn't feel that like what about you how was Easter this second time around for you you know it's just like you said it's so it supports what we've been saying to people is that it gets easier it gets better yeah Mm-hmm. Um, and so, well, first of all, I just want to say that, um, it was really cool to meet Joel. He's a really great yes. guy Thank and I'm you. really happy for you. I mean, cause I'd only yeah. heard of him through you and mm-hmm. not like, you know, not like you don't represent him well, but just for <laughs> me to be able to talk to him myself was really yeah. fun. Like, gosh, he's such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he likes to laugh, and, yes. which I, you know, I enjoy that. And so uh-huh. um, he was laughing at a lot of my dumb jokes before we got on here. <laughs> yeah. and, um, I enjoyed that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, 
I just, I'm really happy for you because he's you. a very, very genuine um, is oh, the yeah. word that comes to mind. 100%. He's just very genuine and quality. And, um, you know, I just, I think it's so cool. I loved hearing him talk about it because it's so cool that he's never gone through this before, but it shows um, his wisdom yeah. that he was able to just figure out how to walk through this with you. And I know yeah. you've like, you know, coached him through it a lot, so yeah. to speak, but like, it still takes somebody to be teachable Yes. in order to learn, you know? Yeah. And so, um, so just, yeah, I just, I, I think really highly of him and I'm really happy for you. Mm, That's super thank cool. You. Um, so Easter was amazing because he has risen, he's you know, risen just, indeed. He has I risen learned, indeed. And I learned I, that's like a thing you're supposed to say back. They said it at church yeah, yesterday. So they did it at this new church we've been going to. And uh, it, it was pretty cool. Um, but, you know, I just, I like to reflect at Easter. Um, like really, I really like to think about what Christ did for us right. because it's, you know, it's, it's gory, right? It's, yeah. it's kind of gross. Like when you really think about it in detail, but like, I think it's important for us to remember how, how intense it was. I mean, Jesus was sweating blood, um, mm. which is an actual medical condition from somebody being under so much duress. Um, you know, I mean, from the garden of Gethsemane, when he said, you know, when he asked the father to take this cup away from him, but if it is your will, you know, the, but your will, not mine be done. And I just always think that's so beautiful that he was ready, fully ready to walk through exactly what he knew was coming. And it's something that none of us listening or none of us, you know, Michelle or I, nor any of you listening have ever walked through right. what mm. Jesus walked through, um, you know, with the cat and nine tails and just the humiliation and the torture and, um, I just really like to reflect on it and really think what it means. And, you know, you know, I'm a big um, meditator on my salvation mm -hmm. and it really mm -hmm. helps me when I really process what he did for us. Um, but, you know, it can also be difficult for a lot of people to talk so much about like death with right. what we've been through. Right. Um, but the, the bottom line of it is that Sunday comes and yes. he is not there. He is not there. And it just is so powerful that, you know, for him to die showed he was human, but for him to be resurrected showed he was God. And um, so anyway, so my Easter was great because I reflected a lot on what my salvation means. Um, but on a more, um, you know, just fun and lighthearted level, I just, I just wanted to say that because it's something important right. to me every Easter um, but just on a more lighthearted. So we, uh, we did go to church on Sunday morning and that was great. And then, uh, like I had this total like moment of, I just felt kind of dumb because I couldn't believe it. I woke up Easter morning and I didn't do anything for my kids. I totally just forgot. I didn't get them an Easter it's basket. Okay. And it, but you know, it was just one of those, like, oh my gosh, like I've had so much going on and I just like right. forgot. And, uh, I felt really bad, but they didn't know. I mean, they didn't think they were getting Easter baskets yeah. or anything. And, and my mother-in-law sent them some sweet stuff. And um, so it wasn't like they were, you know, starving for candy or anything. But anyways, I told my cousin that at church, I went to church with them and they said, so did your kids, did the Easter bunny come? Oh, no. And I was like, no, I, I totally dropped the ball on that. I just, you know, I screwed up. And uh, she's like, well, 
we have Acer baskets for you guys at my house. And I was like, oh my God, seriously? It's perfect. And she's all, and we've hit a bunch of eggs in the backyard and it's ready for an Easter egg hunt when we get over there. So we went to their house. The kids had a great time doing this big old Easter egg hunt. Um, And then we came back to, you know, they came over to my house and uh, cooked dinner for us, which was really nice. And so it was, it was a really good, really good day. Um, sorry, that was a long answer to how was my Easter, but, um, but so you didn't have grief. Did you have any moments? I, yeah. And I'm sorry. That was the next thing I was going to say oh, okay. is that, um, no, I honestly didn't. I honestly, wow. I did not have any, um, other than, you know, just the, like the dang it, Lacey wouldn't have forgot this mm. stuff like that, you know, like yeah. Lacey would not have forgotten to like give him something for Easter, but, um, no, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like every day for me is kind of potentially has like every day has potential to be a grief moment. Right. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that I didn't have grief on Easter, mm-hmm. but I could have grief at the grocery store next week or whatever, right. you know, it just kind of, <laughs> yeah, it's like whatever. But anyways, um, so yeah, that oh. kind of, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Just before we move on from Easter, I wanted to say something our pastor said that I thought a lot of people here could relate to. So I love the sermon. His, his dad died three weeks ago. So he was like tying all of this in and about because of the resurrection, we can see our loved ones again. And he said, most people think they're living. You've probably heard this. They're in the land of the living, going to the dead, but we're really in the land of the dying, going to the living. Amen. I was like, that's really awesome to get our perspectives back how they should mm-hmm. be. It was just a good reminder. And I was able to, you know, talk to my kids about the sermon, like, cause we could relate. Cause there was a lot about being there when his dad died and just it's because of Jesus that his dad is living now and our loved ones are living. And, you know, I just, love that. Yeah. Just thinking about all of that. So that was really like a cool thing that I got out of church yesterday was yeah. just focusing on that and what a joy that it is that we have hope and Haley had to do this project for Bible. In fact, it was a podcast. So we recorded last night, a little podcast for her and it was about the um, Holy week. And she had to pick a couple of days. And one of her questions was, it was about Easter. And it was like, what do you think life would be like if Jesus never came? And I was like, Mm -hmm. really like hopeless, like, yeah, we would all be going to hell and there would be no hope. And so it just kind of got me thinking about that. And just um yeah just focusing on all of that and yeah well it's the time of year to think about it yeah it's that I mean that's that's kind of what I was getting at is that um like Easter I really take time to reflect uh, Mm -hmm. over what it means you know and it's like the same way at Christmas time I really think about what it means that like the savior was born yeah um and so I mean it's uh but it's like I think the thing that has helped me get through grief the most is um just really like meditating on like we don't grieve as those who have no hope in Christ exactly we really don't because like you know I even said this at at Lacey's in my eulogy at Lacey's um celebration of life is that um you know she's in the real world we're still stuck here but she's Mm -hmm. she's where we all want to be and not just because we miss them and the loss of her, but like, that's our goal as believers is like, we want to be with the father. We want to be in heaven. Yeah. We want to be hugging Jesus, you know? And like, yeah. so anyways, um, 
Yeah, I think that's awesome. That's that's really cool that uh, your pastor shared that. I like that. And it, it's also powerful when someone's coming from a place of experience, you know, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's I was just talking about this the other day, but it's like I was seeing a, a therapist for a while, but mm-hmm. like he had never lost a spouse. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, you know what to tell me from a book, but like right. you it's like I felt like I had knowledge for him you know, kind of a thing. And I'm like, why am I paying for this? Like, right. <laughs> you know, like, like I can, I have friends that'll talk to me. I shouldn't just be paying for a friend. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, so today Michelle and I are going to talk about something that, you know, it might be hard for some people to hear, but we, we hope that everybody can get something out of this. Um, Cause that's our heart is to help you guys and help ourselves in the process. I know I've gotten a lot from mm-hmm. doing this podcast, but um, you deserve to be happy. You deserve to be happy mm-hmm. is our topic for today. And so, Michelle, um, I will Mark. hand the microphone over. <laughs> Michelle, I will, <laughs> I will hand the microphone over to you. Okay. So you obviously, I mean, we both, you know, still have grief, but you have obviously found significant happiness. Yes. So did you have to allow yourself to start feeling happiness? Did it come naturally? Like, how do you feel about that? Well, for me, it came pretty natural. Um, but I mean, thinking back to the beginning, like I never was, I know there are a lot of widows who are in that place. Like they feel guilty if they're happy. I never really went through that. So for me, it came pretty, I mean, it wasn't like easy to be happy, but I wasn't like, there wasn't any guilt about it. Um, but it's, I've heard a lot of people, for example, on one of, I think it was a TikTok video this past week. Someone said, I'm really happy for your happiness, but I could never do, or she said, I don't want to do that because I feel like my pain is how I love my late spouse or something like that. Like people hold Mm -hmm. on, they want to stay in a place of sadness. Um, and I was just like, I wrote back to her and I didn't make it anything like, oh, you should feel that. I just said, everybody's journey is different or something, you know, like I didn't want to she'll, she'll discover in time that she, she can let go of that. But if she was sitting down asking me for advice, you know, I would say like, it's okay to let go of that. Like, it's okay Mm -hmm. to let go of the pain. Your late spouse and God would want you to be happy. And there's this thing in society. I don't know where it came from, where sometimes they think like the amount of time that you're sad equals how much you loved your late spouse or whoever that passed away. And that's not true. It's not like, if I grieve for one year, then I loved this much, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, it's like you can still, and like society doesn't get it. I even had someone tell me this past week. She's like, it was hard for me. Like I saw on Facebook that you were dating. That was like hard for me. Like I would never do that. Like she literally told me this. Um, I would never do that. I'm like, well, and I, I just said what I thought, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I do know. Like I would never want to marry someone else, but I just left it. Cause she doesn't know, you know, we're each in our own thing, but like, it was like some people in society, like they feel like it meant we didn't love our spouse. And I've had to deal with some of that. Mostly people I don't know, but once in a while, because the people that know me, maybe they don't tell me what they're really thinking, but it doesn't mean that I didn't love Luke with all my heart, that I still love him very, very much by moving forward. And then like, there's lots of happiness and joy outside of like dating again, you know, just, I remember like the first time I've talked about this in another episode, but I remember like the first time that I was like, um, it was one month. Yeah. One month exactly after Luke died. And I was visiting my cousins and they live on a farm. And like, I was like 
milking the cows. Milking cows. You remember this? I remember yes. that. And, story. <laughs> and how I laughed and how my aunt that I was staying with saw my picture. She said like on Facebook, she was like, the first time I've seen that smile in a long time. Like, it's good to see you happy again. And I was like, okay, it's okay to be happy. It's okay to laugh, you know? And my pastor yesterday was saying, you know, I, of course I'm sad about missing my dad, but I've spent more time like laughing with my family because I'm you know, like, I know where he's at. Like mm-hmm. there's more joy. And everyone's going to grieve differently. It doesn't mean you have to be that way, but yeah. So I think finding happiness, you know, can come in so different, so many different ways, but I do think I want to clarify, there is a difference between happiness and joy. I just had this conversation with my kids at dinner the other night. I said, like happiness is circumstances. Joy comes from God. Like we can have joy. That's why we can have joy. Even when daddy died and we can have mm-hmm. joy now, even though we miss him, you know? And so I think there is somewhat of a difference. And I think we're talking, we're kind of talking about b- both here, happiness and joy. Like God doesn't want us to be sit sitting at home. Like he came to give us life and give us life abundantly so that we can go out and live life. We don't want to be stuck in this little pit of sadness. And so, um, that's a little bit about like what I think happiness, you know, finding happiness and means to me, what does it mean to you too? You deserve. So, yeah. Um, well, I just wanted to reflect back. There was something you, you said, and I don't remember if it was in a past podcast or if I saw it on a TikTok or something, but like, um, well, I'm not on TikTok, but maybe you posted it on Facebook or something. (laughs) Come on. But, um, okay I secretly have like a hundred thousand followers on TikTok. oh my gosh I gotta I sing you. I sing 90s jams um, <laughs> you can do actually you should do that you do really good at it totally uh yeah anyways <laughs> I, I saw you it. said something about um that people expect you because you're widowed to be sad like right. that they they are like um oh I know what it was that video with the like mascara all down my face. I'm like, yes, is this what you expect what widows was. to be? Cause someone was like, it was in response to a comment, like, you know what, you're too happy or something. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's what it was. You're right. And um, I thought that was so true. And, and actually you, you said something way long ago that, um, and I think this wasn't a podcast cause I don't think you were TikTok famous yet, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was something about that, you know, when people picture a widow that they picture this woman and like, you know, black dress being <laughs> the cat sad lady. and the cat lady. <laughs> yeah. When, and there was a thing in biblical times where, you know, a widow yeah. would wear black for a certain amount of time and, right. then, you know, she could take it off and wear purple or something like that and indicate it. No, I'm confusing things. Purple was like a rare color. Anyway, I'm <laughs> confusing things, but like widows would start dressing normal again and it meant yeah, that yeah. their hearts were available again or something like that. Yeah. I, yeah, I know you're exact. talking about. Yeah. But, um, but you're right. People like expect you to be sad. And that's honestly part of the reason that it's been uh, so freeing for me to move to another location. There's been a mm. lot of reasons why I moved yeah. here. Um, but the most important one was God was putting it on my heart to move here. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the one that, that was the reason I moved here. Um, and so, uh, but you know, it's like, even if people aren't thinking it, I felt like they were thinking it and right. um, you know, it's just, it just is this funny thing that, you know, it's like people expect you to act a certain way. And um, so when I think of happiness, I think of, I think of Lacey, I think of mm-hmm. that. I know the kind of person she was and what is the alternative is that I just like quit on life. Right. Like she wouldn't want that. No. She would be disappointed in me. 
you know, if I just threw in the towel and said, I can't do this, like she was very upbeat and positive. And, um, I know that she would have gotten through it if I died, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so like, there's just been this part of me that I'm just like, I mean, I'm already like a joyful person anyways. You are. Um, I, mean, I don't know. I guess not. Maybe not. Okay. You are. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. Cut. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, but, um, you know, I am, I am a, I am a joyful person. And, um, so that sure helped a lot, but, um, I don't want to be sad. I have too much to be happy about, you know, like, yeah, I'm, it it was devastating, you know, like losing her and, and also what we went through before we lost her, it was absolutely heartbreaking. Um, but I don't want to live my life as a sad person. That's just Mm -hmm. me. And, and, so I just want to like encourage people that like, if your happiness is hinging on what other people think, you need to let go of that because um, it's not fair to you. You've yeah. already been through so much. Um, now, if you still feel sad and you want to feel sad and it brings you comfort to feel sad, that's different. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm just saying that it is okay for you to feel happiness if that's what you desire, because um, I know myself personally and my personality type that I am very concerned with what other people think. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why when I sing for you guys, I sing my best. <laughs> right. It's amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm such a dork. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that's just that's that was something that I had to realize and it almost like empowered me to realize it that like I'm not gonna hold back on being happy because I'm concerned what other people will think because if they don't want me to be happy they're not my friends anyway exactly like yeah I mean anyways so that's sort of a you know just a little gist of what I'm you know what I'm saying so um did you have any, and I'm just kind of formulating this question off the top of my head. Did you have any specific moments where you told yourself it was okay to be happy? Because I know you probably battled these, the, just the element of it for yourself of like, is it okay that I'm like happy? Like, is it okay that I'm laughing? I'm sure Mm -hmm. subconsciously you had, it had to cross your mind and um, cause I know it does for a lot of people and myself included. And so I just, was there something that you kind of coached yourself into, you know, like kind of pep talked yourself or mm-hmm. like little, little cheerleading for yourself, <laughs> you know, it was a cheerleader. So yeah. <laughs> um, I don't honestly remember a specific thing about coaching myself to be like, it was okay to be happy. Like, I mean, okay. I, I probably felt some of that. I would say more about dating that that's more where I had to be like, it's okay. So it's not exactly what you're talking about. No, that, um, that works. Cause that's, I mean, yeah, for I us, remember the next chapter of our life is, you know, going to bring us happiness. Right. Oh so, yeah. So how was that? Um, I remember just like the first time I ever like text a guy that wasn't my husband, you know, like the, after he passed away, it was weird. And mm-hmm. I, I had to be like, no, it's okay. He's not here. Cause in the very beginning, even doing that felt like cheating because, you know, I was married for so many years that just even texting somebody, I was like, oh, this feels weird. But I had to realize that I fulfilled my vows a hundred percent. And 
by staying in this place, like it doesn't mean I love Luke more. So, I mean, I think just realizing that being happy, like talking to someone is okay. Like it didn't, Mm -hmm. I guess I had to in my mind say, this does not compute. Like it doesn't mean what I just said. It doesn't mean that I loved him any less, like, because it's only been X amount of months or whatever. It doesn't mean that I loved Luke any less. And so I guess I truly to myself through that, that that was okay um, to talk to other people and to start to form friendships and all of that, that that was an okay step. So I guess maybe that's more what I can relate to. I don't remember a specific moment where I had to talk myself into being happy. I know it was hard in the beginning. Like it just, I was crying constantly. Like, yeah. felt, I remember that feeling of the cloud over you where you can't see anything good in the very beginning. All you see is bad. You have pain everywhere and you've got to make you know, arrangements and legal things and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, mm-hmm. so I remember like having things to look forward to. That was huge. Um, you know, like that first trip we took, that was like something I was looking forward to. And then I made other trips for me and the kids. And so I would highly recommend that if you're like stuck and you're in that cloudy place right now, think of something to look forward to, or maybe it's something simple, like a Starbucks or a, like something you like, like I'm going to you know, just for a simple day-to-day thing. Like I'm going to get this today. For instance, sounds silly. Like I drink this orange energy zip fizz drink every I morning. I love zip fizz. I know, right? We've talked about that. I and, know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Joel's like, you do say that all the time. Like, I know, right? <laughs> Good response. That was great. Right? So anyways, zip fizz. I look forward to it every morning. I mean, that, that's kind of silly, but just, you got to find it's something. Not. That's how I am with coffee. I don't do coffee. So that's my coffee. And no, it's so weird. I don't like coffee <laughs> at all. I know. I know a lot of people that don't like coffee. Let me tell you, Joel, Joel is the only adult I know who doesn't have to have caffeine every day. Like he'll drink coffee maybe once in a while, but he doesn't like, he doesn't have to wake up and have caffeine. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what? how do you even adult? I know. <laughs> Like, I don't understand that, but that was a total side note. Anyways, I look forward to my zip fizz, but find something or like, you're going to have lunch with a friend or like in the beginning, it's just small things. Or like, for me, it was like, I'm going to learn to line dance. And I got myself some cowboy boots and some friends. Grab your partner, do Oh my goodness. I'm so excited because um, I am going to be meeting Joel in two weeks, less than two weeks in Dallas. I mean, not like we just saw each other or anything, but we're going to see each other again. Um, and we're going to line dance. I'm so excited. Nice. One of my friends and her husband and all of that. Stuff. He's so a be, brave man. I know. He's like, I'm not good. I'm like, I don't care. It's so cute when you try. It's so cute. He's like, that's like you know insulting. What? When you care about somebody, you know, you'll do whatever. I'm like, that's... it's adorable that you're trying. Anyways, line dancing. That was something for me. Um, I don't know. Just finding those things like. Okay. So same question for you. Like, did you have to give yourself a, like, I'd like to see a little mark cheerleading, but, um, give me an, O. give me a K. It's okay. Imagining you as a cheerleader in high school. What? (laughs) (laughs) Who have you been talking to? (laughs) Right? No, because we were talking about, I was a cheerleader, meaning in high school. So I was like, trying to imagine if you were, but you'd probably be a flyer, not the base. I'm just saying. I, I'm, I'm just saying you know, I'm so weirded out by this <laughs> okay. you just said I pictured you as a cheerleader in high school oh, cheerleaders? So no okay I'll give you I'll give you a better visual okay. I was a long-haired grungy <laughs> dirty little skateboarding kid so I was flying yes. I was flying but I was flying off some big sets of stairs and stuff 
I can't see the long hair either. I don't even. I don't think you've seen, shown me a picture. I love. No, I don't. Picture. I don't think one exists. Okay, that's too bad. Anyways. No, it's not <laughs> really. Could you I grow was... your hair long again? Let's see. That. Did I? No, you should. You, you should. Let's if I did, it would be a mullet. <laughs> I think I would just totally grow a mullet. <laughs> Business in front, party in back. <laughs> Anyways, focus, we get so yeah. off track. Uh, what were we saying? So yeah, oh, you oh, were yeah. asking me if I was a cheerleader <laughs> in high school. No, that wasn't it. No, no, no. Okay, so did you have to cheerlead your way, like cheerlead uh, yourself to be happy? Let's get back to Yes, yes. I, I pom-pommed my way right into some <laughs> happy feelings. Um, you know, I, I did because I, like I mentioned, I, I do get concerned for what other people think. But the thing that um, I kind of had this like, uh I don't know if you call it like an epiphany or what, but it was like, I didn't choose this. This isn't yeah. what I wanted. This exactly. isn't, this isn't what I wanted. This is what I'm stuck with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was just a very empowering feeling to me that it was like, I didn't choose this. Right. I would still be married to her and, and would, I wished I was, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Um, but I can't. And it's not because anything that I did wrong. I mean, I tried I mean, sure, there were probably mistakes made along the way, like through, you know, helping her. But like, I tried my best. I tried really, really hard to save her life. And um, I mean, that just is like scratching the surface of what I'm really (laughs) trying to say when I say that. But like, I really tried hard and it wasn't my choice. And so I was like, you know, like, it's okay for me to try to find happiness again. It really is because. Um, and you know, for me, it was also in like the dating context yeah. is that, um, you know, cause I felt weird about it. I felt yeah. uncomfortable about it. Um, and it was difficult, but it just was like this, like, no, like I want to be happy. Mm-hmm. I want to be happy. And I, I really want somebody in my life, you know, mm-hmm. it was my feelings and, um, you know, so yeah, I had to like tell myself just over and over, like you didn't choose this, right. you didn't choose this. And if nobody understands, that's not my fault. If nobody agrees with me, that's not my fault. Like if for some reason, you know, a lot of people think that they um, should have an opinion about your life, right. apparently is something I've uh-huh. noticed. Like, um, I'm like, oh, cool. I didn't ask, but thanks, you know, thanks for the input on my life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, so yeah, I did have to kind of, um, you know, cheer myself. Um, <laughs> but you know, I just did a, uh, you know, a toe touch and I just kept, <laughs> kept pressing <You're>... forward. <laughs> you think you can do a toe touch? I can on a trampoline. Really? Yeah. I'm a wow. trickster on a trampoline. I, have... I can do backflips and front flips. Nice. All kinds well, of stuff. On our widow, so toe re- touches is widow retreat naturally. someday. On our mm-hmm. retreat, you can show everybody. Which side note, I did get a message that somebody's interested in the retreat. So, oh, nice. Yeah, cool. yeah. We'll we'll get that formulated. Yeah. When our lives aren't so busy. <laughs> yes, yes, that would be awesome. I think yeah. that would be really um, powerful. And just, uh, I would love to just sit down with you know some of these awesome people we've met um, through doing this podcast and uh, just kind of you know be able to hear their hearts in person and. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, you know, that God would bless us with advice for them and, you know, different things. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, we have thought about doing like a Q and a before too, you know, you and yes. I have talked about that. Like, that'd be cool to like 
or we, you know, we used to do the Instagram lives and like yes, pray for people. We should do that again. Um, I really, I really thought that was cool. It was really fun, like engaging with the it audience was. that way. Yeah. Cause like, this is like pre-recorded when you're listening to this, it's like, you know, two days from now or whatever. Wait, what? you know, or, They're not listening wait, or no, right it's, now. <laughs> it's not live. What? I thought it was. <laughs> well, <laughs> You and I are alive. <laughs> wait, wait, we're alive, but they're not live. That's are we even crazy. here? Are we? I don't even know. Is this even real? Anyways, I'm sorry. We're such so, we are online. <laughs> so you yourself. see, though, it's okay to be happy. It's okay to be a see, dork. It is okay to laugh and to have fun. Laughter is a gift from God. And like, indeed. It, indeed. <laughs> indeed. It is a gift from God. Like I say that all the time with Joel. I'm like, it's such a gift because we just laugh so much. Like it's such a gift to yes. come back from the deepest heartache to be able to just laugh. And, and just, isn't it so much more appreciated now? Yes. Too? Yes, definitely. You know, I've thought about that with like future relationships that like mm-hmm. everything is just so much even though I was really good at appreciating Lacey um, and, you know, showing her my gratitude all the time, thought about um, for the future, like for next relationships is that you will be so much better at everything, like, because yeah. you cherish it, you know, how much yes. you have this perspective of that life is short. Yes. Lacey and I knew that we knew that we knew that we were going to grow old together yeah. God willing. But, right. you know, you always add that God willing as just like, oh, God willing, you know, like, I don't know, you don't really think about that right. you might lose your spouse, you know. Um, and so I just know going into a future relationship that it's going to be like, I'm going to have so much gratitude. Oh, yes. That Amazing. it's like, I don't want to waste a single minute on no, anything. Either you know, insignificant or whatever. And I can already see that change in myself in other areas of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a, I'm a very forgiving person generally, but I noticed with, um, I've become a much more graceful person. Mm. Like, so example, this happened earlier today. Like, so, um, I had some dirt delivered at my house because I'm making like this planner, uh, like flower bed kind of thing. And so it's been this big, like mountain of dirt that I've been trying to shove around and do things with or whatever. And um, Alexis went out there and she wanted to rake the dirt. So she, you know, Cute. got my big rake and she's, you know, pulling it all around and she's been doing that a lot lately, a lot lately. And, um, she didn't hose off her shoes. So she walked into the house with like muddy, <laughs> muddy shoes and tracked it all over these brand new rugs that I bought that like, mm. you know, for different areas in the house, it was all over the floors. It was like everywhere. And I was like, honey, like you just tracked mud all through the house. Like, look at this. And I could see her like kind of like cowering, <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know, like dropping her, dropping her head and kind of, you know, anyway, you know, like looking yeah. like meek, like very meek. And, um, you know, I was, I was upset. <laughs> like, yeah, these are brand new rugs and they're all covered in mud now, you know, but I was like, you know what, honey, like if this is, if these are like the worst things you do, like, don't worry about it. You're a really good yeah. girl. I'm a lucky yes. dad to, mm-hmm. for this to be the kind of mistakes you're making. Like, yeah, don't, don't worry about it. I can clean it. I'm sorry. And she was really grateful Aww, and sweet. just threw her arms around me and, you know, gave me a big hug and, you know, said she was sorry again, but it's, it's just made me like, I don't want to hold on to anything. You know? I know, I don't want any like grudges or nothing. I just, I'm very like, um, I just want good relationships in, in my whole life, you know, and mm-hmm. it gives you 
um, it's given us this ability to see how short and fragile life is. That's true. And that's why mm-hmm. I also want to pursue happiness because I'm mm-hmm. not promised tomorrow. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know that I'm going to still be alive in a year or whatever. I mean, I sure hope so. Unless, yeah. uh, unless I'm raptured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, just, you know, joking aside, but like just saying, like, I, I don't know what, what right. my future holds. So like, why am I going to waste any time being unhappy? Like exactly choosing to be unhappy, you know, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I was doing. I was for lack of a better term, um, feeling sorry for myself. And if anybody has somebody to feel sorry for themselves about it, it's all of us yeah. in this community, but it's still a choice sometimes. And, yeah. and I say that from experience because I have chosen to be sad before. Um, it feels good sometimes and that's okay, but you got to feel it and get rid of it. It's mm-hmm. like, it's not, um, it's not beneficial to your health. It's not beneficial to your happiness. And I don't know anybody who would rather be sad than happy. Right. And so, but it is something you have to pursue, right? Mm-hmm. So anyways, give me an H, give me an A. <laughs> I just can't get over that you thought I was a cheerleader. In high no, school. I didn't think so. It was just like, you said I was a cheerleader. So I was picturing that you were just, I don't know, it flashed in my head. Like when you're like, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, wonder if he was a cheerleader. Not that naturally. Really... The next step was to picture me in a cheerleading outfit, <laughs> but not like a girl cheerleading oh my... outfit, like a guy cheerleading one. Like, oh, okay, that's I, better. Yeah, like Saturday Night Live. You know, you know that's mm-hmm. uh, the cheerleading. Skit? Yes. Yeah. The uh, with Will. What is with, it? Yes. Will it's like Farrell. Oh, there's a whole thing I don't remember. Like that, like a yes. guy kind. I wasn't picturing you like in a skirt, like. <laughs> I mean, if that's you, you do you, boo. But like, that's not what I was thinking. So uh, thank you for giving a visual <laughs> to people all around the world. <laughs> that's so nice of you. Are you kidding? Anyway, uh, that's awesome. So you know what? Um, total random topic change, but yeah. we are coming up on a year of doing I this podcast. No, it's crazy. I know. I know, right? Right. I forgot to say awesome. the right part. It is crazy. So anyways, yeah, so um, I think that it is important for you all to remember in the audience that y'all, um, y'all, y'all, there you go, say it, y'all, all y'all, <laughs> all y'all, <laughs> that uh, it's important for all y'all to remember that you did not choose this and it was not what you wanted, right? You are okay to let yourself be happy. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. Um, to a lot of people, it'll be a testimony to God's healing grace. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just want to encourage all of you that if you're, if you're choosing to not allow yourself to be happy because of other people, then that's not fair to you. And you've already been through enough with losing your spouse. You've already been through enough. I've heard some wild stories from a lot of you Mm -hmm. just to break my heart and um you know like it just it's given talking to a lot of you that have reached out has given me perspective that like wow it's crazy to think that some people have been through things even harder than me I know you know (laughs) right I know I love it I'm just gonna call you out all the time now I know right um so, but you know, it really, it's given me this perspective that I'm like, right. man, it's totally one of those like 
just when you think you've had it really hard, like there's people that have it harder. So anyways, uh, any more thoughts from you on this yes, topic? I have a question. So what currently brings you happiness? Mm. Well, um, it's sort of a loaded question because there are a lot of things. <laughs> okay, just name um, a few then. Okay, um, seeing my kids in school, mm. um, you know, new relationships that I've obtained through yeah. moving here um, brings me joy. It makes me, helps me see that I think um, that this is really what God had for me. Yeah. Um, and that, that I was, you know, like when you follow something in faith, yeah. And then you see like confirmation of it. It's a beautiful feeling um, and it brings you joy. And so I really feel God called me to Tennessee and um, that's been, that's brought in a lot of joy. Um, you know, of course my kids happiness, yes. seeing them, you know, happy and them loving it here, absolutely yeah. loving it here. And they oh, tell me almost so every day how much Aww. they love it here. Um, something cool that I didn't mention that we, that we did is um, Saturday was my cousin Mike's 50th birthday. Mm. And we, you know, we don't really know anybody out here yet. So it's not like we could have a big party, but we went to, uh, it's called Cades Cove, C-A-D-E-S Cove. Mm. Did I say K-C-A-D-E-S? C. I don't know you what said I said. C. You said okay. C. Okay. <clears throat> um, and it's at the, it's like an 11 mile, uh, 11 mile loop in the Smoky Mountains. Oh, and wow. It was cool. so beautiful mm. like oh my gosh like the trees everywhere and just all the things we saw in the nature and it was Wait, absolutely did, beautiful do the kids make it all 11 miles no it's a it's you drive the loop oh drive, you drive okay. the loop but we like, got that's out a long ways for those little yeah lakes. no we got out and hiked a few spots um which was really cool and you know went and played like down by the river a little bit we did not have a van <laughs> down by the river <laughs> yep um, and so that was, that was really neat. And, um, it's just, it's given me, and that's an hour from my house wow, and it is like the amazing. most stunning, like, I remember telling them, I was like, gosh, I would have like had to go on like a vacation yeah. to like see something like this. And it's, it's literally less than an hour from my house. So and I was awesome. like, this is, I mean, I'm going to spend a lot of time here, um, just exploring and it was beautiful. And I don't remember why I brought that up but nature Joy, brings happiness. me happiness, yeah. um, being in nature. And so I also, um, you know, just, I want to start doing things to promote happiness because a healthy lifestyle promotes happiness. So yeah. like, I'm going to get a gym membership and, nice. um, you know, just little things like that. So I'm going to get all buff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm already super buff. I'm right. Like, we all know that, right. I'm like, cute. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm just excited in life, Michelle. I don't know um, how I can really pinpoint it at this moment, yeah. um, but I'm just very, very happy. And I have so much joy in my heart that, and it feels so good. Just driving down the road the other day, I had a flashback um, and just remembering how amazing it is that I can just go drive down the street, that I'm not trapped yeah. um, in a, you know, in a sick environment. And, you know, I was happy to be there for her. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but like, just remembering like, oh my gosh, like I couldn't even do this. Like, I'm just like aimlessly driving, figuring out where I want to go. Cause I was trying to kill some time yeah. um, before an appointment. <clears throat> uh, so anyways, that was awesome. And then one other thing 
I closed escrow on my house. Yeah. It's now my house. Congratulations. Homeowner. Thank you. That is so, awesome. Um, that's been super cool. So a lot of things bring me joy. Michelle, how about you? Any other well, last things? I mean, let's see. What brings me joy? Should we just call him Joel? <laughs> Joel. Me for Joel. That's good. <laughs> I like the name Joel better. Yeah. Um, he brings me so much joy, like so much joy every day and excitement about the future and our plans together and just a whole life that I wouldn't have had if I wasn't going to hopefully be with him for the future. So he mm-hmm. definitely brings me joy. Um, kids as teenagers, it's hard to always have joy with them. <laughs> like, I love them, but like, for example, Easter, like the, a few days before I'm like, do you guys still want Easter baskets? They're like, yeah. And then Easter morning, like 20 <laughs> minutes. Like, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, uh, there's Easter baskets. Well, they were bags because they're out of baskets, but there's like Easter stuff for you on the table downstairs. Nobody. I'm like 20 minutes. I'm like, does anybody want that? And like when they were little, (laughs) they would run down there and they were so excited. So they don't have the same habits, but I love it when they're laughing and having a good time. And we had some of the the beach with Joel and, you know, just different things that make them happy. Um, But I mean, I'm not going to lie. The biggest thing that brings me happiness right now is my relationship with Joel. And then I also look around my house and what a miracle it is. Like that brings me a lot of joy and happiness. Um, my family, like living next to my brothers and their families and my parents. I mean, there's, there's so much that brings joy right now and starting this widow ministry and yeah. And line dancing. So, I mean, I mean yeah, there's always line dancing. <laughs> there's always line dancing, which is so much fun to wear cowboy boots. I only wear them when I dance. Cause I'm not like a person who wears them normally. So it's so weird, but I mean, I could probably get away with it when I go to Texas and then we're going to go to Louisiana. I'm sure there would be okay. But uh, you know, some people do it here anyways, a lot of things. And then of course, like, I'm not trying to sound like cliche, like God brings me to it, but he does like, yeah, there's not true. cliche about that. Well, you know, like, I guess I don't want to sound Christian, you know, like, but that's the yeah, truth. Yeah. Like it is the truth, you know, the joy of the Lord is my salvation. And like, it is like, joy comes from God. Like that's how I can wake up, realize Luke is still gone and still have joy and happiness Yeah, because God has healed my heart in a way that I cannot describe only people like you and others who have experienced this. They get it to come from that broken place to where we are today is nothing short of a miracle. And like, it's like, we've known each other almost since the beginning and we can see it in each other too. Like, Mm -hmm how cool that is that God can take you from the ultimate broken. So listeners, if you're in that place, God can and will bring you out of this. And Mm -hmm. it's like, somebody asked me on my TikTok, like, how do I get that? How do I get the peace? I'm like pursuing God. Like he'll meet you. He'll give you an indescribable peace that you can't explain to anybody. It's by seeking him for when we seek him, he meets us in those dark places when we're just so broken. So I want to encourage you if you're not where we are, like keep, like we're here to like give you hope and inspiration that can be you and keep seeking God. Like that's the most important thing that's going to bring you the joy is like God mm-hmm. and no, not yeah, like we started God, at the God. bottom and now we're here. We here, we's at the top. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, we's at the top. That doesn't even make sense. I was trying Whatever. to be like a, kind of a gangster, but yeah, it didn't. Well, really we work. know you're like super gangster, so you don't I even am have to. Fool. You don't no, have to I sell am. it. I can even sing Gangsters Paradise like a fool. So, you know, you're so thug. <laughs> I am thug. Anyways, yes. Just okay. fun little fact. Uh, fun you fact. guys might not know this. Michelle has uh, a tattoo on the back of her neck, which is <laughs> Thug Life. 
I, don't know. I know, right? <laughs> I remember the day I had to tell Joel, okay, so I have a tattoo that says Thug Life. And he's like, me too. And we had matching Thug Life tattoos because him and I are both like total thugs. You can see it looking at us. So just know. to be clear, we're joking. <laughs> joking for any of you that are like, really? You and Joel have Girl, dang. Thug Life. <laughs> you guys really both have that dumb tattoo? No, I'm just kidding. If anybody has a thug life tattoo, I'm not making fun of you. Okay, one quick side note on one of my yes. bad, bad date experiences. Mm-hmm. There was a guy that I went out with and he was covered in tattoos. And um, it like there was one that it was like a Christian symbol, but it was on top of the word player. <laughs> like to try to like, it was like this, what is that? H over K, he over something, you know, like the symbol you see everywhere that means something. He explained it to me, but it was okay. on top of the player, like, cause he, he was trying to cover up the one that said player on his neck. <laughs> it was awesome. And, oh, I just want to be clear. I don't have anything against tattoos, but it was just interesting that yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's not my personal thing, but no, yeah, there's, on, on, there's nothing against, there's nothing. Tattoos, no, you know? I'm sorry. I hope I don't sound like that, but it was, that's just not me. I don't hey, have you know a thug what? life. The cool thing is, is that he, it's not player on top of the Christian. Tattoo. Right. He's, he's this is like Christian tattoo on top of the player. Yeah. And that's because that like, we all, you know, I've, I've done a lot of things in my life. I'm not proud of, you know like what I mean? Your and, player tattoo. You got a player. Well, tattoo. yeah, <laughs> for me, it would be like video game player tattoo, but um, yeah. Anyways, to wrap With all it my, up. Yeah. yeah let's just, <laughs> We're let's so just sidetracked today. Do you have anything else about this topic? Uh, well, thanks for clarifying this topic. Cause I was like, oh yeah, I got lots of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about random stuff all day. <laughs> um. No, just, just to encourage, you know, people that, that there is nothing like truly like to, to believe that there is nothing wrong with being happy. No, there is, there's nothing at all because you just keep reciting this to yourself. I didn't choose this. I didn't choose this. You're, you're just the best with the hand that you've been dealt. You know, it's like, uh, playing poker and getting the garbage hand and you know for anybody that plays poker like you know you you still play the best you can with what you got um Mm -hmm. and so it's just like that that you just try your best to be happy with what you've been given um because none of us chose this none of us want to be here exactly good word word up you want to close this out in a little prayer yeah um or no another, i was gonna make another <laughs> cheerleading joke <laughs> what was it come on you got us all uh, wondering i was gonna pray um in a cheerleading che- <laughs> <laughs> i'm like no you know god god finds humor but I just, he does uh, yeah anyways okay. uh, <laughs> moving right along uh heavenly father <laughs> i thank you so much for laughter you're mm-hmm. just such a good god to us and, um, you know, even when we don't feel your presence that, you know, Michelle and I can look back and know that even when we didn't feel your presence, that you were there. Um, and we just are grateful for that. And we thank you. And I pray that you would ease anyone's heart and mind about feeling happiness and any guilt associated with that, because it's a very, very natural feeling um, to feel guilt if you feel happy. Um, and a lot of people experience it. And I pray that you would take that away, Lord, and just um, give them peace. 
um, you know, your supernatural piece, not like their own piece that they describe to themselves, but just that it would just be a very natural piece. Um, I just, I thank you for this opportunity to reach out to people. And I'm very, very grateful for the healing that you've provided in my heart. And I, I pray, Lord, that for everybody listening, that today would be just a little bit better than yesterday. And uh, that that trend would continue forward until they feel full restoration in their heart of what they've lost. Um, I thank you very much for the book of Job as a reminder to us um, that you are a God of restoration. And um, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for the cross. And it's in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, if you would like to send us an email and contact us, you can email us at widowtoosoonm at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, widowtoosoon underscore. Um, you can find our Facebook page. It's actually really active right now. It's been awesome. Widow Too Soon on Facebook. And um, if you like this podcast, we'd love it if you give us a little bing, five stars <laughs> um, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And thanks again for being here. If you're interested in being a guest, go ahead and email us. And, uh, you know, there's a little. How do you channel. not sing the Be Our Guest song every time you yeah, say that? Yeah, guest. Because I don't want to think of it, but now I'm thinking of it. It pops in my head every single time. So you just say sing that. it next time. Be Our Guest. Well, I'm we just waiting. I'm so, I'm so surprised that nobody has reached out. Well, maybe you just haven't shared it with me, but nobody has reached out and just said, like, what a huge dork that I am. I'm like, seriously, like, really. Surprised. I forgot to tell you about that email. There it is. You're oh, yeah. No, I felt there those out. I just said, oh, like, you know that. No, I know how sensitive your little heart is. And I didn't want to share it with you. No, they say what they love, like the 90s reference and your 90s singing. I mean, we both I do, know you're, you're I, a little more. I don't get it. I'm like, how has nobody just been like, oh my gosh, I can't even listen to that guy. He's such a dork. Well, maybe they do. And they just, maybe they do. They go away. We don't even know it. But anyway, you know, that's possible. Are, it's possible. Anyways, mm-hmm. thanks to all of you who are listening. We appreciate your listens and support. And yes. we are here in this journey with you. So and big it. shout out to uh, all of those um, new tropical islands that have been listening to us. Oh, who's that? I think I mentioned it last time, but it's oh, like yeah, uh, yeah. Antigua, Barbados, um, the Bahamas. Thank you. So, Thank you know, you. we do uh, public speaking. So, right. So you know, if you want to invite us to your island. We'll that would be awesome. <laughs> Anyways, all, right, all right. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. All right, bye.